like you belong. Someone else understands what you are dealing with. Knowing that you are not alone can be so difficult if you are in a special needs family. Isolation, visible differences, the ability to have so-called normal experiences can slam you in the face daily. Judgment can be harsh, losing friends because your children need extra, extra help with daily living skills, extra attention, extra monitoring for safety, extra planning and prepping, just all the extras. No, you are not alone. Others have paved the way before you. Finding people that understand can be hard. We all have our own story. We all have experiences that can help others. I am Gail Hamblin, and this is the More Alike Than Different podcast. If you're a new mama to the special needs community, you probably have a circus of thoughts floating in your mind all day long. When will this kid sleep through the night? What other extras are going to pop up? Will they walk? Will they talk? Will they understand me? The list goes on and on, and every child is different. Therefore, your thoughts will be different than my crazy experiences. So how have I calmed the constant problem-solving, future problem-solving, and stopping thoughts that I don't even need to solve from claiming most of my time? Hmm? It seems like a circus of thoughts the size of a mountain. It's so overwhelming that you feel crushed just trying to take a deep breath. I've been there, Mama. I understand. Sometimes I go back. (laughs) You may think I'm a little silly, and that is totally okay. I really am a little silly. It's how I keep my sanity. First thing I think about is why are these thoughts circling me? Is it important? Yep. I try very hard to think about priorities. What are these circus of thoughts making me feel? Or what is the underlying emotion, fear, worry, dread, the feeling of loss of control, loneliness, jealousy, or just plain exhaustion. What really is it? All right, I've identified if it's important or not and the feeling associated with it. Next, I name it. I do this by writing it down on paper. There is a power in naming something. I also feel that there's a power in using paper and pen. But if you're not like that, that's okay. Use your notes section in your phone or digital voice recorder or whatever you've got going on. Sometimes just the awareness of whatever it is takes away its massive feeling of weight or grandness. So just naming it, being aware of it, seems to lessen the stress. Next, I list the items as priorities. What's the biggest issue in my thoughts? And what is the most important to handle? They are not always the same answer. For example, I take my child for a clinic visit where he sees four to five doctors. Each doctor gives me action steps. In my experience, each doctor gives you even different action steps. And one usually doesn't know what the other one's doing because they're both specialists in their own area. So you have to juggle and balance all of these different action steps and things that need to get done. You need to prioritize. 
So if the doctor said, hey, you know, if you're going to have another surgery sometime, let me know. I'd really like to fix this little issue, but it's nothing big. You don't have to have your own surgery now to fix it. Okay. I can put that on the back burner. That doesn't have to go high on my list of priorities. Yes, it's a surgery. Yes, surgeries can be scary, but the doctor's saying he doesn't really need to address it right now, and it's not really impacting quality of life. So then he may say, we need to try this medication, or we need to reduce this intake, or we need to increase this intake, or the list goes on and on. There's lots of different things the doctors can suggest. When you walk out of that appointment, they also will tell you when they'd like to see you again. Oh, can we follow up in three months, six months, a year? That's the golden ticket, my friends. When you get the doctor, the specialist who says, see me in a year, it's, it's the golden ticket. It's my favorite. I love when they say, see me in a year. All of these things that you get from the doctor's office can seem so overwhelming. This is how we're going to break it down. First, identify the feeling because a lot of our stress and our anxiety and whatever is happening to us comes to us in emotions or feelings. So identify the feeling that you're having. Then you're going to name it. You're going to name the problem, the incidents, the whatever that stressor is. You're going to name it. Give it a name. Next, you're going to decide, is this important or is it not as important as some other things that I have going on? So you're going to prioritize. Then you're going to create an attack plan or make some action steps few different items you can list on how you can attack this problem, how you can deal with this issue, how you can move the process forward. What control can you take of this situation? Sometimes it's not that easy. Sometimes you need a multi-step approach. So you can either do like a first then So first I have to do this, then I get to do this. Sometimes some things will help you with that. Other times you're going to need to create a flow chart. Let me just give you an example of something that would seem pretty easy, but if you've only done it one or two times, you might need a flow chart to help you break down what you have to accomplish. So say, for example, you're taking your kid to get some SMOs, some braces for their ankles and feet, okay? The PT says, hey, your child really needs SMOs. And you're like, okay, what do I have to do? You're going to break it down into the steps that you need to accomplish to get those SMOs for your child. So you're going to need a script from the doctor. So you have to call the doctor's office and say, hey, I need a script for SMOs. Um, He needs them for arch support and whatever else the PT told you he needs them for. The doctor will write a script. 
You also are going to have to give the doctor's office the name and the information to the orthopedic place that you're going to have the SMOs fulfilled. So you got to give them all that information, the facts, whatever it is. So that's another action step. You put that on your list. Next, you're going to call the orthopedic place that you're going to get the actual SMOs from. And you're going to set up an appointment with them because they have to size and measure your child's feet because they're custom made. So then you're going to have an appointment. You're going to go in, measure all the feet. They're, you're going to pick out which styles you want, that sort of thing. And they're going to order your SMOs. Well, when they finally come in, you have to go back to the orthopedic place again for you to be fitted your child, sorry, for your child to be fitted and made sure that the SMOs are appropriate for your child. Next, you're going to have to go buy brand new shoes that fit that SMO around your child's foot. Then your child can start working on the wear schedule. I know it's a big, long thing, but if you've done it five or six times, You already know what's coming and you don't have to write it down. But if you're new to it, you might want to make a list. Okay, then what do I have to do? Then what do I have to do? These things can really help you if you can attack it and just make action steps. Then you know how to move forward. And if you get stuck, hopefully you can ask someone along the way to help you figure out what that next step should be, could be. Maybe you need help doing that. That's just different ways that I attack all of the stresses, all of the circus of thoughts that's floating in my mind. I try to grab a few of them, pull them down, put them on paper, and then I can really attack what needs to be attacked first. Now, in order to help you, um, we've created a wonderful PDF If you go to gailhamblin.com backslash circus of thoughts, you can download a PDF where you can brainstorm at the beginning part. You can name your feelings. You can name the stressor. You can decide what's important, what's not important, prioritize those circus of thoughts, create an attack plan, have some action steps. There's a first then flow chart on there as well to help you work through all of these things. And you can do this process with as many different thoughts in your circus as you would like, or just tackle two or three. Even if you just tackle one, I'm telling you, the stress and the weight and the heaviness that you feel will feel lighter. You will feel like you have accomplished something. Not that you haven't. I know you have. We accomplish things every day. Sorry, not trying to bring you down, but just letting you know. It will feel like you have some control. You know what your next step is. You have a plan. You know what needs to come next. And you can breathe. You can take a breath. You can focus on some other things in your life and enjoy them because 
we're only here for a little while. And I just want to remind you, I truly believe in quality over quantity. I would love quantity too, but if I had to choose, it would be quality because life is precious. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it was helpful for you. For more tips, techniques, strategies, and relatable common issues, visit gailhamblin.com.